This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer. And today I am back with Giselle of Who Asked Me podcast to talk about <laughs> Love is Blind. Another Love is Blind dump two. Two dumps happened last week and this week. We're going to talk about generally what happened because I watched a lot of it. And here's the problem. Okay, here's the problem, Giselle. Here's the, first of all, okay, before I start ranting and raving, hello, welcome. Hi. <laughs> you just dumped. Listen, you dumping that on me. And then like I told you earlier, I unexpectedly had a stupid ass TikTok that I made about this goddamn show. Go mini viral. Mm. I got on and I was like, I made it like, was just like, whatever, posting this. And then I watched TikToks and then I didn't get on for because i can't get on TikTok during the day. I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got on the net last night and I was like, whoa. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I instantly, instantly got heart palpitations because I was like, please, I don't, I'm older. I don't have the energy to argue with the youth. <laughs> so if you, if I open this and you guys are going in on me, I'm an Aries and I'm again, an elder, I am going to argue back and I'm going to hit below the belt. And then it was just like, 
thousand likes, this many comments. I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Overwhelmed. Yeah. So here's the problem, guys. The problem is that, first of all, I wasn't aware of how many episodes were dropping each week. Okay. Last week it was like three episodes or four episodes, and this week we got a bunch more. So the problem is that I don't know why I had convinced myself that it was like just four episodes of the STEM show, and they were like, nope, we're it's 12. Uh, and I didn't know that. <laughs> no, because nor. I feel like we have the same amount of episodes as the other seasons do, but I I feel like this is how much more can we take? Okay, it's so chaotic. Um, so originally I had been I had been telling everybody on the podcast, I was like, We're gonna back, we're gonna talk about the finale. No, apparently not. We're getting three weeks of the show. Um, and so many episodes. And every time an episode finished, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go back to watching Dairy Girls. And then suddenly Netflix just rolls into the next episode. And I was like, "What? where is my home screen, Netflix? And Netflix is like, nope, you got 10 episodes, lady. So I watched all 10. You watched question mark because, again, Netflix just keeps playing episodes and you don't know which episode you're on anymore. I literally, th- I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. To- nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were not. So last we left off with these friends of ours. <laughs> I think we were exit we had left paradise, right? No, last we left off was Bartiz, who in my mini viral <laughs> video, <laughs> people have been so animated with making fun of him and his name. And I know that that's not necessarily well, technically his name is not Bartiz. It's Robert. Like Yes, but for whatever reason, his mom said, Bartise, and him as a baby went, huh? And let me just be honest, I'm going to get a fucking disclaimer. I have no problem dragging, making fun of anything on this fucking man, because everything that I believe in, out the window when it comes to him. He says so many things, so many off-comment things that I'm like, oh, really? Because And that's how I know it's just his beliefs. Mm-hmm. However... I heard barf tease in my comments. Fart tease. Fart tease. So here's here's the thing. Okay. I am a person with a complicated name. And I don't Same. like it when people, yeah, I don't like when people make fun of our names, right? It's messed mm-hmm. up. But then before I I was like, let me Google. Cause like, where does Bartiste come from? Like, is it a name of like a French person? Is it like, I don't know, maybe it's like a Caribbean name. I don't know. I I was like, let's look up the, where does Bartiste come from? What is the origin? Guess what? Nothing. No. Nothing. And he told, well, so that's what I was wondering too. I was like, Bartiste, I was like, is one of his parents, obviously he was mixed. I was like, is one of his parents like from a foreign like country? I, I don't know. And then he just tells that fucking story. And I have no problem. I have no problem talking about him, his mom, his weird ass sister. I don't fucking care. All you get dragged, okay? But and he was like, my mom just said, and they said, Robert, Robert. And then she just said, Bartiz. Who? What? Huh? Like, I, but no, the last we left out, Bartiz was telling Nancy how much he and that's crazy. Nor four episodes, four episodes since the last time we recorded, and the fact that we were in the DMs trying to figure out where we left off because we just knew, we just knew that it was no, it's not been when we last recorded. 
it was the first couple episodes. They were still in paradise. <gasps> Martise was telling Nancy how much she's attracted to Raven, who is problematic in herself, which we'll get there. And like, she was just looking at him. I just, that's oh where we God. left off. So much has happened. So much has happened. We've lived a lifetime with them in just one week. So, right, we left off there of just Nancy drunk and kind of spaced out like, is this man really fucking had to be telling me this? She was like, had to be. Uh-huh. She was like, blink, blink. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> now, I mean, okay. Yeah. So some, yeah, somebody at my job found okay. Bartice TikTok okay. and he posted, he's been like on this whole like, Oh, I look horrible in this show. Oh my god, I can't believe you made it this far. Like stitching people's videos who are dragging him. And he posted a couple videos of like before the happy hour and like how they were pre-gaming and stuff like that. And I'm like, you think this is an excuse for you in your behavior? No. That's no. funny. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Him yeah. and Cole. Oh. Don't get me started on that, man. Okay. Well, we you are gonna get me started. We're starting on that. We're starting on all of them. Let's okay. Do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's just go down the line. Okay. Okay, let's go down the line in who do you think is which man do you hate the most? Oh, Bartise. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I hate Bartise the most. And we can get there because again, I've watched like a couple one episode into these latest seasons. And I will be honest with you, Bartise keeps saying, like, at where we're at now, he says. Well, I had to get over the ex-boyfriend being involved more than I thought. And then the abortion. There is no the abortion. There is no the abortion. Nancy believes in abortion. Period. You dumb motherfucker. I was, I'm so mad. He goes, the abortion. And honestly, I don't care if Nancy had an abortion. We don't know. We don't know because that's not how it was presented to us. And she just simply said, I believe in abortion. Where do you stand on it? Can you imagine can you imagine being so fucking ignorant and stupid that one you're crying about the thought of abortion on national TV, his the sister, thought. his oh weird ass sister. Secondly, that you're literally saying to a television screen that's going to be broadcasted to millions of people. I have to get over the abortion as in one. When I see the Eminem, I mean one Eminem. When I say the incident, one one. There was no one abortion. Nancy just said, I believe in abortion. Do you remember, like, there was a couple of years ago, there was, like, that pageant. It was a like, yep, Miss America yep. pageant. And there was that girl who was, like, um, who was, like, flubbing on her words. I know exactly what you're talking She said, um, and the freeze- freedoms in um, the Iraq. That's what the abortion reminds me of because it just sounds like a dumb fuck thing to say. So let's talk about Bartiste and Nancy. So we last, last left off with Bartiste drunk, Nancy drunk, both Bartiste saying Raven going on and on about how Raven is so hot. And but that Raven and SK have a weird relationship and isn't it weird? But anyway, I'm so glad I picked you because even though you're not a 10, your personality really won me over. And she's like, what the fuck is happening (laughs) happening here? Then they kind of like made up and they go to the real world and we find out that Nancy is a real estate investor on top of also being a uh what is she uh an occupational speech pathologist oh yeah speech pathologist she wears many hats 
multiple hats, and the daughter of the baddest bitch on reality TV. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. My MVP, her mom. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about her and the brothers. And then we find out that she also like flips houses, and the person she flips houses with is her ex-boyfriend. She asks Bartise about abortion, and Bartise talks about it in the wildest way. He says mm. some shit like, like, let's just talk about the abortion thing. So he talks about it, and he says something like, I, everybody gets one free pass. Everybody gets one abortion, okay? You're all, we're all allowed one free abortion. You get one get out of jail free card. It's, you get one abortion. And then but that's what he really it. meant was his daughter. Yes. Because you're not telling me that your son would come to you and just say, well, dad, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, well, son, she can have one. Somebody else's daughter can have one? What you're saying is your daughter can have one, you fucking idiot. You, you asshole. Receding airline, hairline idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> There are no holds barred for me and Bartice. I don't care if I get fucking famous one day and somebody finds this shit. I am done. You mole on a nose having motherfucker. Climb a tree and kiss my ass. Bartice. Everything that comes out of his fucking mouth. Enraged. Enraged. Climb a tree and kiss my ass. That's a heavenly special, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then that's bad enough, right? And then he, so she's like, yeah, but there's like instances of rape. And like, you know, if you find out that your child is being possibly going to be born with like a disability, I have to weigh the pros and cons. And I work with kids who have a lot of stuff and it's a lot on, on families. And I don't think I can handle it. And I think that I would get an abortion. And he's like, well, thanks for enlightening me. Then her, his family comes over and in front of his family, in front of his family, he talks about this woman's personal choices about her fucking body and his sister, the most embarrassing <laughs> human I have ever seen on television. She makes, remember Danielle's weird ass mom last season? Oh yeah, she makes Daniel. Honestly, no. Compared to his sister, no, I don't re remember Danielle's weird ass drunk mom. I remember her, but like seriously, come on, whatever. Well, no, she's she's had a little Chardonnay. She had a little Pinot Gris. I don't care. It's not bothering me. Exactly. Same sometimes. Exactly. My husband is working out downstairs, and he's like, "Do you hear someone stopping?" I think it was me punching the chair. <laughs> Because that's how it makes me feel. That's how it makes me feel. I've never spoken out loud to no one like I have watching the show. And it just reminds me that when I saw the headlines, somebody said this is the most aggravating, infuriating season of Love is Blind yet. And it is. Yes. It, it is. Yes. But I have to take it back, Nor. Even before we get to his weird ass sister and her fucking crocodile tears. He said, Nancy gave him all of these instances. Yeah. Which I I do understand what Nancy did there. I really yeah. do. Yeah. However, comma, furthermore, I'm not doing all these fucking instances. No uterus, no opinion. Yes. If you have a uterus, mind yours. Yes. Because yes. I always find it fucking funny that those of us who are pro-choice I don't care what 
pro-life does with her uterus. She can preach every single fucking thing, say that she's not for it. She's not for it. But the moment she says, I don't know if I can do this. I think I need to have an abortion. I'm going to be like, yes, I don't care yeah. if she has preached all this stuff in the moment. Yeah. You, you think you need that. And I think you deserve that. That's what's so baffling to me is those of us who are pro-choice. I watched that, uh, Hulu special about Phyllis Schlafly mm-hmm. and, uh, Gloria Steinem and, you know, the women's rights movement. Gloria Steinem literally said at the beginning of it, she goes, Hey, did someone tell these broads that we don't care if they want to stay home and cook for their husbands? We just don't want to have to. That's literally how it is. Yeah. That's how it is. Whether you have stood on the front lines against abortion, if you decide to have one, I'm still going to say, yes, you deserve that. You deserve the right to bodily autonomy and to have a safe abortion. That's That's what kills me about the shit. That's really what kills me about it. However... Barty said another thing that just really got my blood pressure up. <laughs> up. She said, Natalie, or Natalie, <laughs> Nancy said, well, I'm there. She's 30, 31. I think she's my yeah. age. And she said, well, when you get to my age, you know, we're thinking about having kids in. Somebody who's 36 is considered a geriatric pregnancy. Mm. And his reaction is immediately... Actually, my mom had me when she was 36. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy, bro. Because yeah. the world begins and ends with your mom and her uterus. Are you fucking dumb? One. Two, did your mom tell you how hard it was for her to get pregnant? And maybe it wasn't hard for her to get pregnant. Maybe it wasn't. Okay? But that's not the story for everybody. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so goddamn pissed. When he said that shit, my mom, my mom. Yeah. It's like the only two women he knows that in the world are his mother and his sister. And every other woman besides them are just women that he wants to fuck. But you know what? Somebody doesn't want to. Yeah. And then they're not worthy. That's right. You know what's interesting is uh, somebody, speaking of that, somebody on the internet (laughs) posted a picture of Barty's sister and her fiance next to Raven and Barty's. And you guys... (laughs) it's the same picture i'm like oh okay this is why bartice is in love with raven is because she looks like his sister <laughs> bartice is very much so color struck i'm oh. just gonna put that out there he's what does that mean those of you so oh okay so color struck it's a term in the black community which probably is not pc now but like my mom says it about one of her brothers because he only dates white women and obviously mm. he is a black man mm. Color struck people are known to think that like white is right. And I'm using air quotes here. Or if you're of a lighter complexion, it's colorism. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bartiz is color struck. And I have had this instance with a few mixed people in my life where they think that they are of a higher stature because mm-hmm. they are mixed. And people on TikTok, some have said the this no there's a whole movement they have said those of us those mixed people with black mamas we think differently than people with white mothers and if you know you know that is what is said and again i am a black woman in a relationship with a white man and i i do know what they're talking about yeah 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 (laughs) yeah i do know that is what i see from bartiz and his sister oh my god the sister starts crying about abortion 
so fucking weird. Just so fucking weird. It was truly – I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And then his his mom is like – you know, as we get to know Nancy, maybe we can see how this can come around or some bullshit like that. Like, I'm sorry, why are we? It's just so crazy because I wish, I wish so bad that Nancy's mother had been there to have that conversation because she would have fucked them all up. But not only that, the dad is saying so quiet, yeah. so quiet. But also what came into my mind, I said, is this your biological mother and father? Because I'm going to take it back to when you were in the pods and Raven was doing jumping jacks and you were trying to explain yeah. one of the most traumatic experiences mm-hmm. of your life mm-hmm. when your mom and y'all were on a family vacation and some jazz player or whatever came up to your mom that she used to be engaged to. I said, is this them? Are these the folks? Yeah. These are the folks? So mama over there had a previous fiance that was playing a song serenading in front of daddy over there? Crazy. <laughs> The pillar of a great relationship. You're right. You're totally right. I don't know what his mom is, but what I do know is that she's got some terrible eyebrows. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Like, the reactions from those women infuriated me so much Mm -hmm. because his sister very much so did a housewife thing where she cried with no tears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was like, they're just, and I get that this is editing. She probably did say something before this, but her crying and being like, they're just such blessings. Oh my God. To, uh, have you found yourself in, in unexpected pregnancy, mama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is how I see it. <clears throat> it, it is a blessing. There, things are, bl- there are unknown blessings some way, somehow. So you're right. It's your right to choose. Okay. I just, there is a topic that burns me a new ass because I don't understand how women, mm-hmm. women can literally sit here and argue the fact. Yeah. And the thing that pissed me off about his sister is that before the abortion talk came up, she, like Nancy said a comment like, oh, I know I'm not his usual type, but blah, blah, blah. And his sister was like, no, stop. You're still gorgeous. And was very much so giving yeah. girl boss energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to girl boss my way through life. Yas, queen. <laughs> da, da, da. And then like when class. she heard, yeah. And then when she heard Nancy's beliefs differed from hers, she was like, I don't know. They're just such blessings. And the next thing we know, Bartise is telling us, like, my sister has doubts and she's having a hard time getting past the abortion thing. That's crazy because I, she was all for Nancy. Yeah. Software Nancy when she didn't know her beliefs. And also, again, what does it matter what your sister thinks about your future wife's uterus? Weird. That's weirdo behavior, man. That is some weirdo behavior between you and your sister that you would give. You know how much shit that I disagree with with my brother-in-law or my sister-in-law? It doesn't fucking matter because it's none of their fucking business. You know what the greatest blessing in the world is, you stupid motherfuckers, is the fact that you as a human being have a brain to make your own choices about your own fucking body, okay? That is the, the greatest fucking blessing. It really is. And it's just something about seeing that girl who's not a reg, like a full-time cast member in this show cry about that shit really it infuriated me. It really pissed me off because I just, you're incapable. You're telling me you're engaged, lady, that his sister. 
you and your fiance have had sex every single time with a condom and super careful, whatever. I don't care because I'm not Mm -hmm. in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. It's not me. That's the difference between us. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. You're telling me there is every single time you've just been so careful because you know, no, fuck that. Mm -mm. You're human beings. That's right. You are human beings. And the, the thing these people fail to realize is if, even if you don't believe in it, when you find yourself in that situation, no woman has, I can't speak for every woman. It is not an easy choice. Yeah. It's not something you walk into a Planned Parenthood doing backflips on like, here to get an Abby. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. it's very painful. Okay. Yeah. And like, that's my, the when he's like talking about, oh, the abortion, the abortion. No, you there are things that go into these decisions, no matter where you lie on it, no matter if you're getting an abortion for health reasons or just because, you know, you're not ready, anything. It's never a light decision. Mm-hmm. And that's such a huge misconception that just pisses me off. So while you want to sit here and cry, it's such a blessing and blah, blah, blah. No, fuck off. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I I hate her so much. Especially, yeah. I just hate her so much. I hate her. I hate him. I hate their whole thing. Because right after that, he turns into like, I'm just disconnected physically because of my sister. First of all, also the other thing is, it's I think weird. this is Bartiste's little sister. So it's like, you're what, 25? So how old is your sister? 24, a 23? A baby. These are little children that do not understand how the world works. And I just can't imagine... Like, especially seeing Nancy's mom and her family and just the difference of of how they are. Like, did you get the episode yet where you where we meet Bartiste's friends? No, I don't want to meet them because what I got to was when he was trying on tuxes with his sister of all people. So okay. And he says, again, just bringing up him and Cole, but like him continuing to bring up Nancy's looks as if it was like, Hey, she told me she unalived somebody one time. No, no. Like it's shut fuck off, please fast. And in a hurry, she, he's like, I sent pictures. We got our phones back, sent pictures to our friends. And my friends were like, bro, what are you doing? I literally was like, line them all up. Want to see pictures? I better not see one receding hairline. I better not see one beer belly. Oh. I better not see one. You better be looking like Jason Momoa, Channing Tatum, Giselle. Yeah, yeah. Like you better be looking like fucking Morris Chestnut in this bitch. If you were texting him, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know what I? You know what I learned from seeing Bartiz's friends? Fucking that, assholes. That Bartiz, I think, was like a big time uh, weirdo nerd. And then he uh, got tall and started working out and got like a fitness life and gained some attention and started getting girls. Because the more Bartise talks and the more I see his friends and I see his weird relationship with his sister, I'm like, oh, okay, this is all new to you and you don't know how to behave. And now you think that you are God's gift to women and that women should just agree. Like he... His friends, once you see his friends, you're going to be like, okay, I know exactly who you are. You're a fucking loser, okay? And your friend, I can't, I don't even know. You're talking about hairlines and guts. 
some of those boys that he's friends with look like they haven't showered in days. Okay. Which, by the way, my husband's bald and has a beer belly. So I don't know. He's got no, no hate, no hate you know on what that. I mean? But like, that's my thing. Like, he, my husband would also never like get a picture of a girl that his friend is dating and be like, "Bro, what are you doing? What yeah, you doing, bro." Because Nancy is not ugly, Nancy's and honestly, everybody, I don't, I don't even want to say the term ugly because I have been feeling a little, a little bad about people like kind of nonchalantly dragging Colleen <laughs> and trying to build up Zenum because I'm like neither one of them are ugly. First of all, okay. they am I wrong in that they both look the same? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Somebody somebody was like, I know the point that they were trying to prove, but they were they pulled up like Zenum's uh some of her old Instagram pictures. Uh-huh. And in one of them I said, Mama you lightened your skin tone, but we'll get there. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Because I was like, I was like, how's that? I was like, not I was like, for sure, not Zenob. I was like, go back. I was like, oh, that that's supposed to be her. Okay. You exercise that face too. Oh my God. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, let's talk about Cole and Zena because when we last left off, again, Cole also had just told Zena that Colleen was totally the kind of girl that he would be with. Colleen and Matt get into a fight over it in paradise, and this carries over onto the real world. Um, this is a twisted web here between these two couples in that um, – Everybody should not be with each other. No. No. Cole is – I also, by the way, I have a feeling – I mean, we talked about this last time too. They all, I feel like, are basically uh, doing this for clout. But Cole has a podcast. Huh? Mm -hmm. Where he talks to people? Uh Uh-huh. About what? I don't know. I didn't – I didn't – I didn't – Before he got on the show? That's right. He has a podcast. He has like a YouTube channel. He has a real estate business. Um, and Colleen is a dancer. Zainab had like a pretty low profile Instagram page. So I feel like maybe she maybe tried to do this for real. Matt, I didn't even bother looking up. But Matt got his eyebrows microbladed for this show. So my thing is all these people <laughs> – <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What? If you look at his face, it 
looks like he got his beard and his eyebrows like microbladed. No, like no, I'm purposefully not looking on Matt because I just know somewhere when I look at his profile, if I dig deep enough, it's gonna be like a just comply. You guys should have just followed the rules. <laughs> in twenty twenty, you just listen to cops. No, no, this would happen. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know somewhere there's gonna be like a speak English. You're in America. Post. <laughs> Matt's got big, big, big time coke energy. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you could tell in Colleen's face every time he starts popping off. You can tell in Colleen's face she's like, I'm fucking hot. I am only doing this for my dance career, okay? And you, sir, are a fucking psychopath. Like, I don't understand Matt and Colleen together. Um, And the only explanation I could have is that Colleen is just going through the motions and she has disengaged completely. Colleen is having an out-of-body experience. She has checked out. She's like, can't wait for this to be over. Go fuck yourself, you crazy motherfucker. I'm going back to Pennsylvania. Bye. I want a wellness check on Matt's ex. Yes. And I'm not even, I'm really not even willing to call him or call her his ex-wife because I did get far enough to where I met his friends Mm -hmm. and somebody said his ex-wife. And then he went into the confessional and he was like, when I was 15, I said, the fact that you are 27, 26, 27 Mm -hmm. on a national television show talking about your relationship from when you were 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you married her when you were 17, 18, talking about that relationship from over a decade ago when you were a child, a teenager is a big red flag energy. I have said this before. People who make getting cheated on early in life, Mm -hmm. their entire personality drives me wild. It's so You were 15. You were 15. And then 18, 19, 20, in between 18 and 20, when she did what she did, I'm not saying that she should have cheated or gotten pregnant or whatever. However, comma, furthermore, how many people cheated in there when they were 20? 18 to 20. It's not uncommon. That's when you no. learn the lessons. Why the fuck were you trying to play house with somebody when you were a teenager? Yes. In this okay. day and age. You're 26 years old. In Texas. Well, I guess that's no. No. In Texas. <laughs> like, not shocked. Okay. <laughs> the way, if my husband still spoke to me about his girlfriend when he was 15, 16, 17, I would be like, red flag. Yes. We're not, I, he wouldn't be my husband. Of course. His family needs to move past it, too, because his mom with the Karen haircut, John and Kate plus eight, after she got single, she was like, highlights and all, she was like, I just, I'm so worried about him. He, stop. His 15-year-old girlfriend cheated on him. That's right. He will be fine if all of y'all get over this, if all of y'all get over this. Everybody needs to get a grip, okay? Everyone needs to get a grip. Matt's going to be just fine. The only person who's not going to be fine is Colleen. So um, did you get to the episode yet where we meet Colleen's family? No. Her parents are great. Um, I feel like she comes from a good family. That's why I like, I don't, when people have been like, oh, people, she's making, Zenab is letting Colleen feel. You're right. They do look similar. Yeah. Like if you made Zenab white, Mm -hmm. she looks like Colleen. Yeah. She really fucking does. They have but the same, they've got the same, that features. same pumpkin spice latte. 
fall Hardcore. girl vibe. Yeah. Hardcore. It. It's just there's, you know, some other issues with Zenum that I need to be addressed. <laughs> and she told she told all of us on the on one of her TikToks popped up on mine and I was like she was like people trying to psychoanalyze me and it was like, Great, that's enough and I was like, What is it? <laughs> we've got two more weeks and um yeah so colleen's family shows up later and they she's like a whole other person when people that she likes are around because then we also see an episode where with matt's friends and matt's friends yeah matt's friends are like oh matt didn't date anybody for years yeah. and i was like yes that's alarming. Don't to date think? Matt. To date Matt or whatever they said. I was like, Matt. dude, that's that's weird. Okay. I understand I had a boyfriend in high school that I was so in love with. When yeah. I tell you I couldn't pick that guy out of a lineup now. No. I know he owns a bookstore somewhere around in the town that I grew up in. Good for him. Yeah. He did. And he did a lot of stuff to me. He cheated on me. I didn't let it define my whole life. Yes. Because there's more to the world than this like i also just like find between cole and matt and um bartice these are guys in their mid-20s like mid to kind of late 20s i just don't believe that any of these men are really trying to get married here i just don't believe it and not in this way i just don't believe like cole with his podcast and his youtube channel and, and bartice flies around the fucking toilet right okay that was I saw um a TikTok of um Ayana from last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so funny. She's like making fun of the fact she was like if I walked into Zen if I was Zenab walking into Cole's apartment, I'd be like, this is nasty. One but pillow. I- yeah. Ugh. One pillow. <sighs> um and that's the thing, right? Like I feel like the way that a lot of these people were entering into the real world and showing their lives, I felt like you could tell who was interested and who wasn't, right? Like Colleen's parents barely showing up way at the very end and mm-hmm. we never meeting her friends kind of says a lot, right? Like it means yeah. that she doesn't really care about this. Um, Cole showing her his disgusting apartment and, of course, his parents are not showing up anymore. His parents are totally against it. And also, I'm like, your parents are upset about, like, the way that you're getting married, fine, whatever. But, like, also, why are we not talking about the fact that you have once previously gotten married in 30 seconds? Like, I I just did not realize that. I texted my friend and I said, did I – I said – Cole was married. She goes, yeah, girl. I said, did I miss that? She goes, no, never talked about. Never I was talked like, about. okay, because I I literally thought that I had like zoned out or something, like Beverly Hills style. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, he was married. But like, I need to walk back to the apartment because yeah. the editors did him dirty and I don't care because he did himself dirty. You went out of town. You didn't know how long you were going to be gone. Mm-hmm. You left your apartment like this. One pillow on the bed in that studio apartment rings in the toilet that is the apartment that you like there's this meme and it's like these vodka sodas taste like i'm gonna be waking up on a flat pillow (laughs) and a sheet as a blanket and i'm like no because i remember that time in my life (laughs) i remember that time in my life my neck hurt for two days after that oh for what for what mediocre d no so like that's when i when we walked into cole's apartment i said Wow. Mm. Zenob. Mm. Wow. Yeah. All this shit, you're not going to tell me I'm not usually your type. Because my type is Clorox, baby. Yeah. Fabuloso. Yes. 
Yes. You're no, you, you, all, that's my thing with all of these men. You want to tell these women who are not even on your fucking level. Oh no, bro. I don't know. Like it's, it's not yeah. usually attracted to her. Nancy has financial stability. Yes. She's smart. She like smart, very smart. She's clearly forgiving. Yeah. She clearly is, which is a great quality that I don't possess. She, like <laughs> you and you can't get over the fact that she just believes bodily autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get over the fact that she is mature enough to say, Hey, I have a great business partner in my ex. And, and she's better than me. Cause I would have kept it at my business partner. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never told him that was my ex. By the way, did you notice that when Nancy was like explaining all that, once she explained to him, like actually the gonna, way, mm-hmm. yeah, actually the way I'm doing this, you're going to get a lot of money from me. He was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. I was like, oh, okay. I see you. I see the fucking games you're playing. Like he's such a fucking piece of shit. He's such dude. a fucking piece of shit. Cole's a piece of, sh- piece of shit and Bartiz is a piece of shit. I feel like you can tell already that they are both completely checked out. And I feel like Cole is doing all these things, all these things. And it gets to, you haven't gotten to the fight yet and I'm not going to fully talk about it. But the thing that Cole is essentially driving all this to is to say, like, oh, Zeneb is so bitchy and she's so mean and she's so particular and she's so nasty and she has an attitude and she looks down on me. And it's like, I'm just so fucking sick of that because that is such, that's like, that is the shit. You know, we kind of talked about this last time too. It's like, it's the shit that women have to deal with all the time for being like they're called neurotic and crazy and all this stuff. And it's like, I'm sorry. I'm just a woman who knows what I want and who knows her worth. And if you have a problem with me expressing that and saying, well, this could be better, then we're not doing this. Like Raven is a lot for whatever she is, but at least with Raven, she's saying all these things about who she is and what she's going to do. And SK is like, okay, that's yeah, fine. She's, she's very upfront. She's an Aries. She's I, very I, upfront. I know me and Zenab have the same birthday. Oh, well. I listen, and I agree because I feel listen, like it's, me and Army Hammer do too, so it's fine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Never mind. You got it worse than me, girl. <laughs> Famous cannibal. But I and I agree with you. And it's to take it a step further. It's women of color and black women. Like we really can't have any type of it's almost like, why would you not accept me? You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing about the thing that's bothering me the most about Zinnab. I got to the wedding dress shopping. Uh And even when we met her step family. Yeah. I need to know. Like I. I want to know. I didn't say I need to know. I really want to know her. I know the story, but I need to know how she got to this woman. That's her quote unquote stepmom. Because what she says, it, like his, her stepmom says while she's talking to Cole, she bursts into the door one day crying and says, I realize I've been with you longer than I was ever with my real mom. Yeah. And that I was like, what? Yeah. And then when we meet her sister, her sister is a full English accent. Yeah. Okay. I'm so fucking confused. And to Mm -hmm. be honest, Mm -hmm. I don't, even though I couldn't, I can't stand Cole. 
He has the biggest small dick energy. He wants to be a fucking Joe Rogan. Like, I mm, mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. However, there are some internal things with Zenum that I'm like, girl. Yeah. What's going on here? Because Zenum is not white. Well, so um, so she said that she uh, she clarified on the, her Instagram. She's half white. Her mom was okay. her mom was white. She was British, so she was born in the UK. She came here when she was eleven. I have a feeling because this is her stepmother. I just the way that I'm maybe piecing it together is that her parents split up, mm-hmm. and she came to America with her dad. Her dad married this lady, Beverly, mm-hmm. because she said that her dad died before her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, why I was confused too. Yeah, so I have a feeling that when Zanab's parents or her dad moved here, he married this lady, mm. and this lady is the person who probably raised her. And because if the mom was always in the UK, it's possible that that's why like her sister Sakina is closer, like is talking so much about her mom. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's the only way I could possibly put it together. She said a couple of other things where she was like, oh, I know like if my mom was here, she would love it. And my dad saw this, he'd be like, please, Adam, go put something else on, which like is such mm-hmm. a Pakistani dad thing to say. So I, I, that's what I pieced together. And then I figure if she was raised by this woman who's like, in Jesus' name, amen, she probably was raised as <laughs> as Christian as possible. <laughs> That's what I was gathering, too. Was that, okay, her dad married this woman, but Zenim is still not white. Yeah. And I think that yeah. I can see her internal struggle just like I can see it with Ravens. And it has, yeah, and I think it's, I think that that is an interesting and difficult thing to navigate. Like, I don't know what that's like. I'm, I'm fully brown. And mm-hmm. for so long, I've had, like, growing up here, I would have a big struggle with my identity because I always felt like I wasn't brown enough for certain people and I was mm-hmm. not at all white or American enough for other people. And, like, a lot of people of color, immigrants, struggle with that. So I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of other shit that Zenup has going on. I mean, I felt this way about Deep uh, Deep D2 last year is I feel like a lot of these girls, it's – so hard to be the brown woman around white women. I mean, you, mm-hmm. it's hard to be the black woman around white women because the world worships white women. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult to exist in that, but it's especially hard when your fiance is telling you, shouldn't you just be happy that I married you? I'm marrying mm-hmm. you anyway, even though you're like a nine and Colleen is a 10. What's the difference between a nine and a 10? I mean, Honestly, truly, when you have somebody in your mind that's a nine, what is, what's so huge that's keeping them from a 10? That's what's bothering me about that. Well, besides the fact that he's saying it, that is the second thing that's bothering me about it. It's like, what is, what's so different from a nine and a 10? So these guys are dumb fucks because they're in their like or mid to early 20s. Yeah, and they're hard both, fives. Yeah, but yes, both Nancy and Zanab have big boobs and they don't have a flat stomach. And I think that is what these idiots are, like, losing their mind over. As far as I'm concerned, they've got amazing, real human being bodies. I feel like their stomachs are very flat. But I can – I think that's the stuff that these dumb fucks, like, care about because boys in their 20s are idiots. Let me tell you something. We're going to give them a couple more happy hours with – the Miller lights yes. and we'll see where the fuck they're at because that's how I felt about 
Bartice talking to Nancy's brothers. And when they said, oh, let's say she gains 400 pounds, are you still going to love her? Any person with a quarter of a sense in their brain is just going to say yes. Yeah. This stupid motherfucker saying, okay, well, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, this is gonna be my this is gonna be my wife. I hope that we have the open relationship, so I can say, "Hey, what's going on here? Let's lose a couple pounds." And I was like, "You are stupid," because we don't know what life is gonna throw at us. My dad was the most in shape person ever. Worked out every day, three hours a day. Could run five miles. Could do a triathlon. He had a stroke. He cannot walk anymore. He mm-hmm. is not like. And everybody was like. Your dad's the most in shape person. Blah 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 yeah. blah. And he was an asshole like that too. Like he would be like, "What's going on here? What do you, what are you eating that for?" Blah blah blah. You yeah. don't know what's going to happen to you. You do not know what's going to happen to you. Okay. So while I agree, hey, what's going? on? Let's talk about your mental health. Not in to where it coincides with what your body looks like, but just in general. If I feel like you're having issues, like if I can yeah. see you struggling, yeah. My husband will come home some days, two weeks straight. I'll be eating a whole thing of ice cream. And then I'll be like, we're not eating any ice cream this month. And he's like, all right, babe, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My husband is super duper in shape. And I asked him that all the time because I've had an eating disorder for my entire life and I've struggled with body dysmorphia and all that stuff. And like, I remember right after we got married, I was like, you know, you get married, you're like the skinniest you ever are. Mm -hmm. And so for like a week, (laughs) then you go on your honeymoon and you're like, I'm back, baby. Um, But I asked my husband, I was like, would you leave me if I, after like we have kids and stuff? And he just looked at me. He was like, are you an idiot? Like why? And that's the answer that women want. Exactly. is, Is the preposterous, have you lost your mind? And the thing is, I'm saying this, I know he genuinely meant it, but that was his thing. And I, I know what Bartise was saying, which was that like, I hope that we can get to a point where it doesn't get to that, which is only an answer that you give your partner after you've been with them for a very, very long time and you've established a better connection. But when you're talking to somebody who you're trying to impress, you say, no, sir, I would not care. I would love your sister no matter what because my brothers asked my husband that. That is what he would say to them because he has, like you said, some sense. Exactly. And this is my thing. Like I was looking at old pictures. I was not the smallest. I just actually got my wedding video back the other day. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm fine with how I look, but yeah. that is the first, I'm 30. That's the first time in yeah. my life that I haven't been like after the wedding that I haven't been like, I need to just do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, whatever. The thing about it is when you're with somebody for so long, like I had a mini breakdown to my husband because I was like, I am not, I do not look the same way that I looked when we got together. Yeah. And he goes, you do to me. (laughs) And like, honestly, same for him. He's gained a little bit of weight as well. And I'm like, to me, I didn't, I did not notice when you're with somebody for that amount of time and the years are going by and you're living life, you love each other. You don't fucking notice things like that. You don't wake up one day and it's like, bam, like, oh my God. No, Bartiz keeps making excuses for why he's not attracted to Nancy. Same thing with Cole. Cole is never, I promise you, Cole has never been in an interracial relationship. He's never even been with a mixed woman. Cole is so white. I know for a fact, if he got with like somebody who identified as Italian, he would be like, 
oh my god <laughs> well i'm with an ethnic woman he would say some stupid shit like that i can't wait i can't wait for you to get to the episode where they have their fight before the bachelor party well when i i listen cole because who i you, you can edit this out i'm gonna say something full, so vulgar I know Cole's penis is not big. <laughs> I'm not adding this out. It I'm is not adding so fucking average size. I just know it is. I've I've been around so many Coles where when like it comes down to it, Zinab is a smoke show. No matter what her issues are, whatever. No, she's, she's a smoke so show. Yeah. You know when them fucking pants come off, he's like mm, getting red in the face, like oh, trying to make himself feel better. And that's his fucking problem. That's his motherfucking problem. Okay. <laughs> he is just like <laughs> trying to do his goddamn best and he feels inferior and that's why. And that I, is why. And the thing is, I feel like Xenom's the kind of person like remember how the very like in paradise she was like, you know, I'm a very sexual person and I feel like I woke up the next day and it was like, okay, like he was like, yeah, it's good. It's good. And I feel like she was probably like no, I did a great job. If anything, it was just okay or good for me. And I'm the one mm-hmm. who's like putting on a front to make you feel better. Feel because better. that is sort of like the vibe I get throughout the entire relationship is she keeps trying to like be herself and say, this is what I need. And he has a fit over it. And then he'll like say something egregious or something really mean. And then she's supposed to be like, I'm supposed to be laughing at this. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Same thing with Bartise. Same thing with Bartise and Nancy. Like, this is my thing. And I think why I'm so triggered. I've had sex with so many Bartise and so many colds. (laughs) Try and shit on me. And like, I got a smart ass mouth. So I always got to come back. But like the fact that like, I would be there just like, dude, your breath. When I decided that you were worthy of touching me was alone offensive enough for me to stop. But like, then I let you keep doing it. And it's just like you motherfuckers. And we are part of the problem because we let, like we (laughs) have given in to try and keep being like, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's not okay. Yeah. And I think the thing is they both Nancy and Zenab are probably expect like Cole and Bartise are expecting Nancy and Zanab to act the way somebody like Colleen would because mm-hmm. Colleen oh. is engaged to a psychopath and that man is crazy and she's just smiling through it and she's like no it's fine like at some point in the fight in when they're in paradise and she gets in a fight and then she's like it's fine it's fine like okay I get it like me, yeah I get it fuck it I'm a people pleaser and I was like oh okay yes, let's I'll say whatever that. I need to say and that could be a people pleaser. And then, like, even when they get into the fight, when he, when Bartise is clearly having issues in his own relationship and yeah. just leaves the apartment and tells tells Matt, bro, at least you're this pissed off because you're attracted to her. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Are you okay? I swear to God, I've asked everybody, and I'll ask you too. Did you see a broken drawer when? Bartiz came into that apartment. Did you see a broken drawer? Because I saw damaged property. I saw damaged property. Okay. I said, and he's like, at least you're so attracted to you. You're this mad. And I was like, this is, this is what's happening when men confide in their 
<laughs> their friends. Yes. The, the blind leading the blind to like the double, triple blind. Okay. Oh, and also, because, d- sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, it's just I'm like so hyped. You, you got <laughs> mad because she did not do what you wanted her to do. And then it comes out later that you were drunk. Yes. Okay. Even the way he spoke to the cameraman, would you be mad? Would you be mad if this is right now? Yeah, you're right. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Take, take a relax, bro. I want a wellness check on his ex. <laughs> the fact that she has not appeared at all, I know she's like, nope, I want no, no, yeah. no parts. I want no fucking parts of being in anything with that man still. Yes. So in that fight, like when he's like, that whole fight happens because everybody goes out to happy hour. Weirdo Andrew shows up. I was like, Nancy, why are you crying to Andrew? Andrew has a whole new voice. He's got a whole new voice because he's put off his deep voice. Um, and and it's so funny because Nancy's sitting there crying, like sobbing hysterically to Andrew. And Andrew's looking at her like, I only joined the show because I had a bet with my friends. And this is like not real for me. Like that guy does not give a fuck about her. But this whole thing happens at that party also with Matt and Colleen and Zainab and Cole, where we find out, Zainab finds out what the conversation was between Cole and Colleen. What Matt thinks the conversation was. What Matt thinks the conversation was. Because it wasn't that. That's right. I do think the conversation was inappropriate. I don't think it should have had. But Matt, the whole time Matt was screaming at Colleen in Malibu, I was like, and he kept saying, she said in the real world, what happens, happens. That's, I said, that's not what she said. Yeah. That's not what she said. She said, if I were to go up to you in real time, not doing this at all, yes, you would probably be the person that I'd be attracted to. And poor Colleen probably didn't remember what she said. So she was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to die. Um <laughs> So they, they, then I thought it was so interesting the energy that Matt had for Colleen, right? Versus the energy he had for Cole. He sat with Cole, he shook his hands. He said, Hey, man, do I have something to worry about? Tell me. Do I have something to worry about? And I, Matt keeps going up to different people to be like, she's not going to leave me, right? She's not going to leave me. Tell me she's not going to leave me. Do I have something to worry about? I'm good, right? Tell me. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Like, he's so fucking crazy. And it was just so wild the way that he popped off at Colleen versus Cole. When Cole is the one who initiated that whole conversation. There's nothing in the world. And I said this last week when we were talking about the preview because he asked her on the boat, so so what would you do if a guy came up to you at the bar? There's nothing in the world. She can say all day till she's blue in the face. I'd be like, oh, I'm married. I think it's hot to say, oh, I'm taken. Sorry. Yeah. Blah, blah. Which I was like, we need to dissect that because you think it's hot to say to another guy, I'm taken. Yeah. And like create the alert. That's problematic within itself. Whatever. Get the fuck away from me, bro. That's what I say. Um, But like, it doesn't matter what she says. What matters is what she does. He wants validation from every single person. And I know because I used to be like this. I used not, well, not like him, but mm-hmm. I used to want to know for sure that, no, that I wasn't going to get my heart broken. Yeah. Nothing can guarantee that there's, I'm married. There's mm-hmm. no guarantee of that no, right ma'am. now. Yeah. Now I try, there's trust. There's a yeah. lot of trust, but there's no guarantee in the world that I will not get my heart broken. Yeah. Of anybody, for yeah. anybody. You are looking for something that is that not possible, Matt. You have trust issues. 
And you mm-hmm. have you have women. You hate women, also. Like you you hate women, you okay? Hate women. Because he had no yeah. problem getting Zeneb all worked up. Yeah, that's another thing that bothered me. He had no problem getting her all worked up. Oh, and she like she's like I'm, she was like I'm team mad on this. I was like, girl, no, don't. Yeah, don't no, do that no, no. I don't think don't about, do that either. No, but I do no, think no. that it was important when it was telling. When Cole said, and they were arguing at the bar, and he said, I am, I wanted to marry somebody named Zenob. I knew I wasn't getting a Lily or yes. a Courtney. And I said, whoa, 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 I said, what's that about? Because I've seen people say they're like, oh, Lily is somebody from his past. He's all obviously only been with white women. Duh. I could look at Cole and see that. That's not a revelation to me. Yeah. What that means to me, I'm like, no, they've had a conversation that she, what I see is that. Zenem feels a type of way. She yeah. feels inferior to white women, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that for her because she's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she is gorgeous. I don't, having a hard time reckoning that we have the same birthday because things <laughs> there, but whatever. She's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. But she is also looking for something, a sure thing that no one can tell her but herself. No yeah. one can give that to you but yourself. Yes, exactly. Like, look at somebody like Alexa, who is like, I, I. she said in the beginning, I have curves. I'm not for everyone. I am loud and I curse and my family's crazy and I'm not for everyone. And it's up to you whether or not you want to be with me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going to happen there between Brennan and Alexa, but I, I have a feeling that um, – I have a feeling that Brendan's going to say no. So, Well, I told you, my fucking TikTok went mini viral, so somebody fucking ruined the whole thing for me. No, but it hasn't released yet. No, I know, but somebody ruined the whole thing. Oh, me. someone did? Mm-hmm. God damn it. I just, I, But I agree with what you're saying about Alexa. Like, she is very much so, like, this is me. This is who I am. And I, appre- like, I appreciate that. And I, no one was born like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that it took her a while to get there. It took me a while to get there, honestly. Yeah, like, it, same. It, really, it takes everybody. But I appreciate that. And I think that's why her and Brennan, Brennan have such an easy segue. And I do feel like that's also why she felt confident enough, because I do want to touch on this, telling Raven, I think you'd be the worst wife. Yes, exactly. Because I do, too. And not because Raven, not because Raven, because Raven pissed me off saying this shit. Like, oh, I feel like all those girls, they just want to live in their picket fence and they want to go home and cook for their husbands and da, 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 da. I was like, I mean, I didn't hear anybody say that. You were in the pods with these people. So maybe you heard something different. But something that irritates the shit out of me is that I never thought I was the marrying kind. And Mm -hmm. I'm still very independent for being a wife. Okay. I got a lot of advice. Wife advice. Yes. Okay, when I was getting married, that does not apply to me. All yeah. right. Raven thinks she's an outlier, an outlier, but she's not. Yeah. You're just kind of an asshole in a bougie bitch. All <laughs> right. And I don't care about you being being a bougie bitch, but you're trying to be a bougie bitch in the way in like SK's family. He's Nigerian. You knew you were getting with a Nigerian man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't personally know any Nigerians, but what I do know is that their culture is important to them. Yeah. And their traditions are important to them. So while I am a person who has issues with my mother-in-law, I'm not sitting here like acting like that. My husband's white. They don't have any thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this, you know what I mean? Yeah. She, like 
Raven, you're you're not. I don't think you'd be the best wife because you're selfish as shit. So Raven was interesting because Raven Pods barely knew her. Paradise barely knew her. Early on in the real world, barely knew her. But it's after that happy hour that suddenly she's like a different person. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like her personality changed. She seemed more lively and more interesting and more like on board. And sometimes I wonder if these things happen because the couples themselves – I mean they're not being filmed 24-7. So I wonder if the couples themselves decide at that point what they're going to do moving forward where like suddenly they become more – like I feel like Raven and and SK had a conversation or something because I don't know. She just became a different person. Like even the episode where – Raven's friends show up and SK meets hmm. her friends. And we got to know, learn so much about her family in many words. She said, my family is white and they're all white and they have very different – with it comes their very conservative views. And I was she like – does not know the black side of her family, which I could have told you. Yeah. And it's very interesting because – if you go on her TikTok, like, she's kind of fun on TikTok, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. She just had a very different personality. And her TikTok personality like, kind of came out in the show. But Raven, I was just like, I wasn't sure what was going to happen with, like, that. we were talking about the Nigerian, meeting the Nigerian family and eating food with pork. She, her her mother-in-law, yeah. by the way, seems lovely. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems lovely. Everybody seems really kind. Yes, I think that Raven's kind of an asshole. And yes, I think she's selfish. But I think also in this situation, it's like, this is who I am. And if you want to marry me, you will have to marry me because of who I am. Like, even with Alexa, Alexa's like, this is who I am. Because Alexa says crazy shit, too. She's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I only wear an outfit once. I never repeat clothes. I have all these businesses. I have, I'm going to do a prenup. Like, she says all these things that I feel like, are kind of being like that Brendan's kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Whereas where SK, he's he's also okay with it. But I think the lack of information that he has on Raven is the problem because we don't we still don't know a lot about her. Like Yeah. Exactly. And I'm I stand by what I said. She came on the show to get her fashion Nova sponsorship and she's working hard at it. She's gonna get it for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like her her names are Pilates by Raven. Like My thing is, when I saw, I agree with you, like we saw a different, there was something with Raven that turned. We saw so much more of her after that happy hour. And I think that it was that she said, she saw how they were acting. She saw the Colleen and Matt of it all. She saw the Zenob and Cole of it all. And she goes, oh, oh. I'm not going to be the asshole. I really think that Raven was very aware. And up until that point, they hadn't spent a lot of time with the Mm, other couples. So she had that whole jumping jacks incident with Bartise in the pods. Like, and I really do feel like she spent time trying to save face after that because she was personally like, I'm going to look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then once she saw them at that happy hour, she was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And she kind of let loose. But this is my thing about Raven. I can tell that she's, I could tell before she even told us. Just the way she was with her friends and the way her friends were with her. I could tell that she did not know her black side. She Mm -hmm. doesn't, that she grew up around white people. Because she says a lot of low-key ignorant shit for me. Mm-hmm. for me that's not it's like one of those things that because she's mixed people are like well she's mixed like 
But no, she's not Nigerian. Okay. Yeah. And she's mixed physically, but she's only grown up around white people. Yeah. Even when she's, she literally talks about, she talks, I get that being Nigerian, even if she was in touch with her black side of her family, she would still not be Nigerian. Right. Exactly. But you would still, I feel like the appreciation for a black culture and African culture mm-hmm. would be different it than would. the way that she's behaving right now because yeah. she's talking about being like American, like she's mm-hmm. American, right? And it's like very different than being African-American. Like there's a very different vibe there. And even her, like, she's like, oh my God, he went to a grocery store and he got Nigerian bread. It was just white bread, but it was Nigerian. Can you believe that? I was like, yeah, bitch. It's like, have you never seen an international grocery store or an Indian store or Nigerian store, or an African grocery store? Like, where have you been living that you don't know that these things exist? It was just like that was the kind of stuff that she was saying that I was just like, it's not just the fact that he's Nigerian. You're almost like unaware of how to be around this black man. Yeah. And she, her friend said things that were very telling to me when they were like, you're robbing my friend of her fairy tale. Like her friends are two beautiful black women. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They very much treat her just in that small clip that I saw. They very much treat her like she is up here. And it's not like they they treat themselves, but they're like, you're robbing my friend. No, no, no. SK told her that he was going to Berkeley to get a master's degree. Yeah. Okay. It's not like he's going out to LA to be a club promoter, which I feel like they would probably be more fine with. Yes. Okay. There was some, there were some vibes that were gross to Mm. me with that friendship with the meeting between him and his friends and i have had the talk with other black people and other people of color that have picked up what it was because it's it's something that's very hard to explain but like she even explained she when she says like i only grew up around my white family i'm like yeah you act like a fucking white woman Mm. like you really fucking do but uh, physically you're mixed so people take and that's my thing with like when mixed people try and pull this card like i'm mixed yeah, but did if you didn't grow up around black people, like you have what offends you like everybody does, but you didn't grow up around black people. So you don't really know or get like that side of things. And I'm sorry that that happened. Like I really am. But at the same time, how your how your words come out are are harmful within themselves while you're trying to sit here and claim like, well, I'm mixed. However, yeah. your tone and you're like, Raven comes off very microaggressive. Yeah. She, even her being like, oh, like, um, cause he's like, he says, he's like, you know, my, I don't know if you got into this part yet, but he's talking to her about like, yeah, my family. The thing is that my family is confused about not meeting your family. Like, yeah. I've never that. met your family. And she's going on. And I think mm-hmm. some of it is editing too. Cause I'm like, I don't believe for a second that she went on and on and on in Iran and SK just said nothing. Like, I think that they're also in editing, they're almost like taking away SK talking at all. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like every single scene we have of them, he barely says like three words and she's going on and on. So I feel like we're missing something there. But I think that like, yeah, in that whole conversation, she's like, what do they want from me? I'm doing everything they want me to do. I'm doing all the Nigerian stuff, but I'm not Nigerian. I'm never going to be Nigerian. And it's like, Girl, nobody needs you to be Nigerian. We're just saying we want to meet your family. Like, exactly. Not a FaceTime, not nothing. Like, 
what exactly. what are we doing here? You know what and I the, mean? Like that's yeah. the stuff that I think is really strange because she is almost treating them in I mean, they they also said some stuff that was weird. Like when she goes yes. to get the headdress, the gilets, and the they're all like, "Oh, it's all about respect and having food in the house and all that." I was like, exactly. "Well, guys, and listen, this yeah. is my I agree because this is my thing with that." Like I said earlier, I got a whole bunch of marital advice that I chucked right out the fucking window yeah. before it even really came in. It came in one window and went straight out the other one because yes. I don't give a fuck. SK. My thing with that is what I mean to say is like SK knows what he's getting into. So I was getting a whole shit ton of marital advice that didn't apply to me and Charlie because Charlie knew who he was getting into with his his wife. Okay. And he knows that that's not people told me all the time. I do know how many cookbooks I got. I don't fucking like cooking. Charlie knew that before we got like before we we lived together for as long as we've been together. So it didn't matter to me. I was like, oh, there you go. That's going to Goodwill. I don't give a shit. Okay. That that stuff to me was very much so like an excuse and it was very dismissive because when she went to go get the gilet they asked her like oh are you gonna wear the dress i can't remember the exact name yeah. of it and she it was it wasn't just a no i am gonna do the wedding dress. it was no yeah and she yeah. was like the wedding dress is what i need and even when her and her friends were trying on wedding dress they were like oh we need to be titties out Da-da. that's not american culture that's not that's what you want to wear and trust me i thought i was going to be want to be like super sexy on my wedding day not like like cut out that low but i did think i was going to want something a little bit more like form-fitting and sexy and what i what i had was sexy for me i felt sexy in it but modest sexy you know what i mean everybody's different raven obviously needs to have her body showing all the time that's that's fine i don't care okay my problem is the Feeling of like, okay, you can do this, but like my body wants to be shown. Mama, no one cares. That's fine. Just say no. I'm gonna wear the white dress. Period. It was Bro. very interesting. It's I got I got a vibe at some point that I think that SK like like almost feels like SK is. There were moments where Raven kind of like push it positions her body in a way where I think it it seems like she wants SK to like like throw himself on her or like kiss her or something and he doesn't he doesn't Mm -hmm. do those things he kind of like he won't even look her in the eyes he kind of is like very I don't want to say modest because like they make out or whatever but like Mm -hmm. he's not throwing himself on her and I think that's the reason why Raven is still with him is because he isn't throwing himself on her and that's probably the shit that she's used to like that's also why she's so turned off by Bartise because she's like Mm -hmm. oh no I don't want to be with that kind of a guy I think at the same time though I don't think that Raven understands what comes with that kind of a guy like the level of compromise or depth or understanding that comes. they're six years apart so like i there's there's the age gap again i think i see the same thing with like cole right cole has this mm-hmm. idea of like i don't want to be with the ditzy beautiful girl from like my age group i want to be with somebody who's older and deeper and not superficial but then when he actually meets that girl he's still too superficial to accept mm-hmm. the fact that her body doesn't look like a body of a 24 year old dancer same thing with like Bartise. Like, oh, I want to be with somebody who's mature and settled and has money, but I'm not ready to get over the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like everybody has an idea of what they want, but you can't get that thing until you're grown enough to Thank accept you. that kind of relationship. Exactly. And, and that's, I think that's the issue. With Raven, because she talked about like, you know, the 
bartending uh bottle service girl <laughs> and i and I, I mean obviously everybody if you've listened to me you know me i that was me okay? yeah i was a bartender bottle service yeah. girl even hell even a manager there is a certain i will say this their body like what my body looked like was always in the forefront of my mind while i was doing jobs like that like even yeah. even when i was a restaurant manager because i did nightclubs I still was very much so like, I have to be looking like this. And when I was a bartender and stuff like that was, it was always at the forefront. And it was like how I met most of the guys that I dated, hooked up with back then was either be honest. I worked with them. Okay. And they saw, I went to work looking like tits up in the collarbone, you know what (laughs) I mean? Or I was behind the bar and they were my, my customers and they, they weren't attracted to me because my, well, I had a smart ass mouth. I always had that. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my boobs were up. I was a smart ass, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's why. And like, for the longest time, I was the same way. I was like, oh, look how, look, look at me, look at me. But like, Raven has not grown out of that. No. And I don't think she is going to. And no. I agree with you. You can tell that she is like, uh, look at like, do you see me? I'm Pilates by Raven. Yeah. I'm my boobs are, and her body is amazing. And yeah. one of the funniest things to me was when she was trying on wedding dresses, and her friend and her are just like, oh yeah, girl, boobs this, and all of the women, all of the women with very real bodies. Even even Colleen, she's a dancer. She has a very realistic body. Yeah, yeah. They're all just like, I think it was Alexa. She goes, somebody with a body like you should wear something like this. yeah. <laughs> It was a little bit of a backwards thing, but it was just like, okay, because like everyone should celebrate their body, but like she was just sitting there and maybe I sound like a hater. I don't fucking know, but it was just so like tits down in here and da 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 da. And it's like, girl, that's fine. Yeah. Again, you want to do you, we're going to do us. Okay. I think it's like, I wish that she would have been a little bit, because towards the end, she got a little bit sillier and stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like, I liked her more, but I wish she had done that from the start because that was the issue that I felt like she wasn't giving us enough personality. And it feels like in situations where she doesn't have a personality thing to lean back on, she does the body stuff. You know what I mean? She reverts to my body and my fitness and all that. It's, it's like a safe space for her because that's the place where she feels the most secure because everywhere else she's too insecure to be real. Okay, let's quickly wrap up about Brendan and Alexa. Um, her dad's hot. Her dad. Okay, I thought it was hot. Okay, let's talk about the dad, though, because he's talking a lot about, like, Alexa and the life that she has and this, that, and the other. I was yeah. like, I think maybe you pointed it out. I don't know where it is. Her dad is married to, like, a woman who's, like, Alexa's age. Yeah. I was like, is that her sister that was? I was talking about it. But not only that, I really hate – well – I I find it funny how when people <laughs> who grew up with money yeah and like dads and daughters and they're like she expects a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. and that's what I expect you to maintain are you going to help fund it because I don't like were you going to hook her up with somebody that you know because I don't have that money expecting yeah. people to have the money that you had did mm-hmm. you start with that money I feel like you didn't I feel like you didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I've always found that very weird when people say I'm accustomed to a certain lifestyle, then maintain that lifestyle for yourself. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. We're not just going to switch the bank in that she is attached mm-hmm. to, sir. Like right. if you're giving your daughter that life. By the way, I looked up her occupation and she's an insurance agency owner. I was like. I saw that. Yeah. She's Vicky Gumbelson. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yes. She's Coto Insurance in Dallas. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so this is obviously must be a business that her father gave her. Yep. Right. Like that. that's the vibe that I'm getting. You. And he's straight up, the one thing this guy keeps saying is like, hey, we're not rich. We're not rich. I'm not rich. I grew up without heat and and uh, like water and all that shit, right? Like, so I feel like it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like Alexa is purposely doing a lot of stuff to make sure that like he kind of gets scared. I also get the sense that in the way that all these women are behaving in the real world or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, men and women, besides maybe a few people, barely gave enough information about themselves just to be likable enough to be proposed to, mm-hmm. to they, so they could make it to this point. Yep. That's what I got a vibe of. Alexa and her friends and her family came dressed for reality TV. They watch Kardashians oh regularly. They all wit- they all watch Housewives. They are probably listening to some of our podcasts. They every those single girls all of came. those friends. Those girls came for their Love Island uh, they auditions. They had their veneers popped in. They had fresh filler in their lips. They got glam that Alexa's day. family, Alexa's family came ready for a show. Yes. Those are people that view reality TV. Yes, exactly. They watch reality TV. You cannot you cannot tell me anything different. Her dad can't wait to be the star of a reality television show about their family. Yep. I think that they came on the show to get a show, to get, to get their own show. Oh because gosh. if you look, like when you look at them, it's like, well, hold on. Who are they? A big, crazy, mixed, blended family. They're going to be loud. They're going to like give you yeah. the shock factor that you're looking for. They came on for TV and her friends were like, oh, her friends, you can tell, are like, has said, oh my God, your family needs a TV show. Your family needs a TV show. Your family needs a TV show. Yes. And when Alexa got in the position to be in front of the camera, they were right there because oh all God, of her friends so had right. their little one-liners that I was like, you've studied NeNe Lynx before. Okay, right? now I feel like Alexa is going to say no. Sweet Brennan's gonna get Again, the... somebody ruined that for me. So I know. <laughs> Say no more. It's okay, guys. We will know soon enough. All right. So next week, you are um, out of commission because you're traveling across the country. You're moving across the country. Godspeed to you on that. Sounds mm-hmm. not fun. No. Um, but can you please send me lengthy, lengthy voice notes so that I can put that on the podcast and basically scream back at you because I will probably agree with you about every single thing that those voice notes would say. Yes, I will. I, yeah, I move in six days. I am so stressed. So stressed. I, I was at my job today at my desk and I was just like, why that? My I was freaking out because we're not, we're not off to a good start of the month. And I was like, I literally don't care. My apartment is in shambles. I am leaving. This time next week, I'll be driving across the fucking country. You expect me to care about this shit? <laughs> I was like, okay. But yes, I will be sending you a voice note. I will, well, multiple voice notes. Several. Because this is probably some starting tonight because I apparently need to get to this fucking fight that Cole this, and Zenab have. The fight that Cole and Zenab have. You know what? It's <laughs> it, it. I was like, I'm not gonna tweet about this show, 
mostly because I want to get off of Elon Musk's Twitter. But I was like, I'm not going to tweet about the show. And then the fight happened with Zeneb, and I was like, I can't, I can't hold my feelings back. So when you get to that, please go over to my Twitter and see what I said, because I lost my mind. But thank you for being here. Of course. You are also talking more about the show on your show, yes? Um, Not on my show, because it's going to be on hiatus this week and next week. Mm-hmm. I have Love is Blind recaps on my Instagram page at Who Asked Me Podcast. It is under a Love is Blind highlight. Awesome. And also on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. On the TikTok. No, I'm just <laughs> not expecting that. I was like, what the fuck? I got so much anxiety when I saw all those. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll be back on Saturday to talk about, unfortunately, Real Hustles of Salt Lake City, which has actually been delightful this week. It's ridiculous. (laughs) 